Hello, hello, hello. This episode of the Exit 5 podcast is brought to you by Apollo.io. If you share a pipeline goal with your sales team, then you care about the deliverability of your team's outbound emails. No email visibility means no chance to get that meeting. This is the silent nightmare for marketers. We often don't even know that this is happening. The most common cause of it, it's actually an easy one to fix. You're not using the right tool. That's why hundreds of marketers at companies like Mutiny are switching to Apollo.io. Apollo has every tool you need to power your entire outbound and inbound motions. Yep, that's right. I said inbound emails too. You can ask their team about what that is. Marketers using Apollo have seen outbound email deliverability jump from 62% to 98% after making the switch. 98%, that means more replies, more meetings, and of course, more pipeline. Want to see what type of results you can get with Apollo? Head over to apollo.io slash e5, apollo.io slash e5. If you go there right now, their team will set you up with a free account for you. And as a thank you for your time, check this out. You're going to get a free annual membership to Exit 5. That's valued at $275 just for checking them out. And the tool is free. If you're not already a member, this is a great opportunity. And if you are and you want to learn more, go to apollo.io slash e5. Hey, what's up? This is Dave Gerhart, and you're listening to DGMG Radio. All right, what's up, DGMG Radio? Today, the thing that I'm going to talk about is or talk my way through on this on this podcast is uh, is brand, how to measure brand. I think this is a question that comes up a lot and I want to talk about that and provide something useful because I think that a lot of people overthink it or overthink what it needs to be and why. And this is also very relative to the stage of, of your company. So like Procter & Gamble, you know, for, for one of their product lines, they're going to measure brand awareness and brand much differently than I would say most people listening to this podcast. I would say that the, most people listening are working at some type of startup, probably, you know, less than 50 million. I would say most people probably less than 10 million in revenue that are, that are listening to this, just given the, the background that I've come from. Okay. Anyway, first let's talk about what I mean when I talk about brand in this context. So there's branding, right? And branding is colors, logo, font, you know, visual identity. That's not what I'm talking about. Uh, you can work with a great creative agency. They can come up with that. There's a bunch of different ways to do it, which is think about brand archetypes. And you can, you can, uh, look that up. I think it's Joseph Campbell that came up with that. There's different archetypes for like, you know, what, which type of brand are you? There's a bunch of questions you can ask. You can go through an exercise. Are you like a challenger brand, a hero brand? I, I don't know them all off the top of my head, but I think there's like 12 archetypes. What I'm talking about is, your brand as in your reputation. Like, oh, I, I walked in, you know, like what, what, what's something, something is on brand for, for one of your friends. Like, oh, she left without saying goodbye to anybody. Oh yeah, that's on brand for her. Right. That, that's how I think about brand. And so brand to me, when I talk about it, is your reputation. So the things that I've done is like, like when I talk about working on brand at Drift and working on brand at Privy, that was really increasing the awareness and attention that the company gets. And if you can increase the awareness and attention that the company gets, more people are going to hear about the business. More people are going to go to the website, listen to the podcast, sign up for the email list, hopefully tell their friends and buy the product, right? Now, I just think that you don't have to have it perfectly measured at any of those stages. 
actually, before I get into the measurement, let's let's go back to the brand piece. Okay, so brand is increasing your awareness and attention by building a reputation, right? More people are going to know your name. And I think the way that you do that today is mainly through content, right? Like that's how people, that's how we consume things in, in our lives as people. Like we're, we're driven by content, right? We're reading, we're reading reviews. We're watching YouTube videos. We're on social media. We're getting e- emails. We're on people's email lists. We're flipping through websites. We're, you know, watching things from quote unquote influencers, whatever. That's, that's no different than in, the B2B marketing space, right? And so I think of brand as using those channels to increase your awareness and reputation. And a couple of like, that's why I love podcasting because it's like having a radio show for your, for your own business, right? Podcasting, YouTube channel, like blog posts, articles, all that stuff. And this can even be like, we're doing an event and the event, the goal of the event might not be specific, like sales ROI. It might be increase the awareness and reputation. So I think a lot of people believe in the why for doing those things, right? But here's where this, here's where this gets messed up. I think as a marketing leader or marketing organization, you have to be able to articulate what is your strategy to help the company hit the business goals. And so that like, I think when you get into planning, sometimes it just comes down to like, Hey, we're this year, we need to focus on we need to deliver $2 million in new pipeline. And here's our, here's our plan to do it. And the plan is very less like all direct response campaign driven. But like so often, like how about like, how would it affect your pipeline if more people heard about you, more people knew about you and more people got to know, like, and trust you. And that's how they ended up getting to your site and finding out about your business. And so whenever I've done like annual planning for marketing, I don't just have a, a strategy that's like the direct response revenue strategy. Because there is some element of this, like if you sign up to deliver $2 million in pipeline, you need to be able to show like a bottoms up model of how you're going to get to that number. And so like, hey, these are the events and here's how much pipeline we're going to generate here and from these channels. But like, I've always had some other, another bullet on there that's like become, that's like related to the overall company company strategy and mission. And so like at Drift, it was like, you know, become the leader in conversational marketing. And so that, that's not, that has to be worked into the marketing strategy. You can't, you can't as a business say, we want to be the leaders in conversational marketing. And then in the marketing plan only have very tactical, like sponsorships and webinars. And like, you have to do things that are going to help increase the perception of you as the leader in conversational marketing. And so as the marketing leader, whoever, whoever's bringing this strategy, you have to then articulate, okay, well, how are we going to go do that? Well, there's actually four things that we want to do this year that fall under this umbrella. Like this is, I guess this would be like the OKR, like the objective would be to become the leader in conversational marketing, right? How we think we're going to do that is we're going to launch a podcast and we're going to release three episodes a month for the year. We're going to write a book, that book is going to come out in July and it's going to be this level of content and it's going to feature this many people. We're going to sponsor this key event. That's number three. And number four is we're going to host a private conference for our, for our top 50 VIP customers. Blah, blah, blah. Those are like, four, those to me are like four brand bets that you're putting into the marketing plan. And you're also going to do the demand generation stuff on top of that. But you're going to go focus on like, this gives you a guide for like, hey, how are we going to go? How are we going to go like work towards this goal of becoming the leader in conversational marketing? We're going to do these four. We're going to like do these four pillars. And so then in addition to the 
the day-to-day, like always on campaigns that the business needs to be running, you now have some structure for how you're going to go and, and, and create a brand. Then it comes to the measurement. Well, you can measure each of those channels individually. And so now that you've articulated this in your strategy, this is why this is important. When you, ha- when you, when you can articulate your strategy, like if I'm the marketing leader, I'm like, hey, exec team, we have a company goal of becoming the leader in conversation marketing. Awesome. We're going to go do that. Okay. And then you go do that and you come back 12 months later, they're going to be like, well, how did we do? Show me the measurements. Show me the spreadsheets. That's a way different conversation. That's when you get into like the craziness of measurement. That's a way different conversation when I, than when I go first and I present, hey, our company goal is to become leader in conversational marketing. One of the, you know, outside of the revenue goal, the company goal is to become leader in conversational marketing. We're going to lead that effort here in marketing. And here's four ways that we're going to go do that. We're going to write a book. We're going to do this event. We're going to sponsor this thing. We're going to do this other thing, right? And how are we going to measure that? Click. We want to get 100,000 100, downloads of our podcast, right? We want to generate, we want to have 100 conversations at this, at this trade show, whatever that we're sponsoring. We want to make our book a number one bestseller in the Amazon category for marketing books. And we want to, I don't know, do one other thing. We want to put up 20 billboards on the West Coast in September around our big conference that we're doing, right? Those don't all have to have this hardcore ROI sales measurement on it. You're talking to the rest of the exec team and the company about the strategy, about how you're going to increase the company's perception. Here are the four levers you're going to pull. Then throughout the year, like people, the goals are, are those milestones or when you're going to go and do those things, right? And you can measure each one of those channels. But like, I think when you have that conversation, when you're presenting, like, here's how we're going to, here's how we're going to grow the brand. And you, you're able to articulate your thoughts about the company's perception and, and awareness, like, and then you can step up and do that. That's great. That changes the conversation completely. You're not, you're not focusing on like the direct attribution on, on all these things. But here's the payoff on, on this podcast. I would say that for most companies, probably up to 10, 20, even 50 million in revenue, like how do you measure brand? It can be this simple. Are more people coming to your website than were before, period, like via, or, via organic channels? And I saw this firsthand at Drift, firsthand at Privy, which is like, we're doing, we're doing a bunch of things. Yes. That are driving that traffic, but overall it's, it's 30% up, like 30% more organic traffic this year. And I would even, even if you spent, even if a big portion of that was focusing on organic search, I would, I would make that same argument that organic search is like the ultimate measure of brand. If someone is, is Googling you directly or a related thing to your product. And so I think for so many companies, like just looking at quarter by quarter and year by year growth in organic and direct, that'd be the record, organic and direct traffic is a good enough proxy to say, are these efforts we're doing to increase word of mouth, to get more awareness in the market, to get more people to pay attention to us? Are they working? Well, if all of a sudden a year later, direct and organic traffic are up 30% and you didn't just go and spend a million dollars on SEO, right? You know that you, you, you know that that wasn't the, the the driver, then damn, I think you're I think you're thinking about whatever you're doing in the brand world to increase your awareness and perception is working. So, don't overthink it. Don't fall into the trap. You can manage that conversation with the CEO and the CFO by presenting your strategy on the brand first, like I laid out, and then the measurement conversation is becomes much simpler. Now, you can you can definitely do more complicated ways of measurement. You talk to somebody like Bill Masitis who was at. Slack and Zendesk and Salesforce, like as you scale and you're penning your appetite, you can do like brand awareness 
studies in, in within your customer segment, aided versus unaided, like for, for brand recall. And uh, you can just pay, you know, like five, 10 grand to SurveyMonkey and they can do that for you. And that can be another interesting benchmark. You could also go and you could also like, I guess if I was doing this again, what I would probably do is if I had the budget, because at the same time, it's like everybody wants to measure this. But then when you say, hey, let me get, let me get 30 grand, <laughs> At, you know, at when we're only doing 3 million in ARR, let me get 30 grand to spend on a brand, brand awareness survey. Get out of here. You don't, you don't need that. But if you have the budget, I think one way you could do it is benchmark it, right? Hey, we're about to go do all this brand stuff. Benchmark the brand awareness with a survey monkey report, like before, and then come back since six months later and do it after. But I'd bet you that at the same time, you would also see the correlation with organic and direct traffic. Okay. I just wanted to give some framework. I hope this is helpful. It's also a rant. It could be not coherent (laughs) when you listen to it later, but if there's one or two good nuggets from this, I hope that that's meaningful. And the one thing that I would say is just focus on direct, like two things, two takeaways. Number one is be able to articulate your strategy for growing the brand. Don't just say we're going to grow the brand. One, you need a goal and a goal would be like become the leader in conversational marketing and then you need a strategy and the strategy is here are three or four objectives, things that we're going to do along the way and those can be those can be activities. They don't have to be like hardcore ROI benchmarks. They can be, hey, these are the four, four pillars that we want to make investments in this year. To, to help achieve this goal. And then the last piece would be simplest way to measure is increase in organic and direct traffic. That's what you should be looking at, particularly direct traffic, right? If more people are just going to drift.com, privy.com in their brow, in their browser directly, well, guess, you know, how do you, how do you think they heard about you? That's, or they, they needed to hear about you in order to do that. It's not, it's not through some, some search. Okay. This dog is going nuts. I'm out of here. Oh, if you like this uh, podcast, send me a message, DG. Hey, so I created Exit 5 to help you build a successful career in B2B marketing. First, it started off as my private podcast on Patreon, and many of you who listen to this today probably are OGs and remember that. I was talking about my lessons and learnings going from PR intern to CMO. Then it morphed into a Facebook group and quickly became one of the top resources for marketers in B2B SaaS. Today, this is a full-blown company. We have three full-time employees and ambitions to grow the team and keep building and hire more people this year. And we're investing in everything that's working, which right now is everything. It's amazing. We're making a big update to our community. We're doubling down on this podcast to serve the 5,000 people that listen every week. We're investing in our newsletter and written content to help the 16,000 people that get our emails. We're even hosting our first in-person event in September. We're building Exit 5 to help you grow your career in B2B marketing because really there's no school for B2B marketing. You can't get a degree in how to build pipeline and there isn't a playbook for how to get promoted in your career. And that's why I'm telling you right now to go and join the Exit 5 community. Go to Exit 5 
fitnessfitnessfitnessfitnessfitnessfitnessfitnessfitnessfitnessfitnessfitnessfitnessfitnessfitnessfitnessfitnessfitnessfitnessfitnessfitnessfitnessfitnessfitnessfitnessfitness